What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is, reca- is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 7, Episode 8. And it's called Chapter 125, Hoop Dreams. Hoop, hoop, hoop dreams. Hoop, hoop, Stick around for the ending of the episode on the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, and all of your guys' recap roundups. So be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast for that. As always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Oh my God. Let's get into this episode, y'all. So, J Log wants to get in it. He I'm so excited me. to talk about this. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I liked the introduction of our man, Reggie Mantle. They fucking did God, it. God, I missed him. Right. God, I missed him. <sighs> yeah, I missed him as an actor, but like the story they gave him, I was. 100%. I, when we first heard farm boy from the small town, I was like, Oh no, what's going to happen. Yeah. But the way that they pulled this story together, I was like, this is so good. So good. You know? Yeah. I, I am honestly floored. I, every week I am floored at how well they're writing these stories. Like they're so rich. They're so full of like life and history and like, like real people. You yeah. know, and it's, it's like, like we've real missed scenarios, this. Real, real scenarios. Yeah. The one thing that he turned around and he was like, he's like, I'm Korean. My mom's Korean and my dad's from here. Like, that's him. That's Charles yeah. Melton. Like, that's literally yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his life story. Like, right. I love that they like mesh that into who Reggie is. Mm-hmm. Blown away. Blown away. And I will have to say, you know this, that Friday Night Lights is like my one of my favorite. Yeah. The OC and Friday Night Lights is like me. And yes. I've been rewatching it. And like this episode took me back to Friday Night Lights so much. Like all the football, it, like all the football, the sports and culture, right? Sports, like the sports yeah, culture yeah. and like how like Betty had to like make him a cookie, like you know, right. like it's just very much that. Uh, and that was such a well done show too. Mm-hmm. Um, love this whole episode. I love the way they did Reggie yeah. and even the other characters that we get to see this week. So let's for sure let's dive in. Let's dive in. So it starts off with uh, Jughead narrating. He and he says it's kind of like what you were saying, like Friday Night Lights, like. You know, there are some towns that are these kinds of towns. Yeah. And hockey is this. Like, Riverdale is a basketball town. Yeah. So we learned that, like, Riverdale is a basketball town. Which is um, interesting because usually all we've seen really is football. Like, throughout all true. the seasons, like, it's mostly been football. Yeah, it's true, And, like, yeah. I like how they switched it for for this. So, yeah. yeah. for sure. Um, And then they're, like, as he's narrating, it shows, like, the Bulldogs playing a game and they lose, like, miserably. And they're, they're yeah. horrible. Um, Julian afterwards says like they're pissed. Um, he talks to Archie about it after, and he's like, "You, I know that you want to like not maintain, like maintain a good legacy. Your dad was like the Tapa Tapa yeah, in his time. Star. Like we need to like get it together." Um, and then as they're leaving the game, Frank like runs up to Archie and is like, "Ooh, I have some good news. Um, the Blossoms are giving me money to sponsor." this new basketball player from out of town. His name mm-hmm. is Reggie Mantle. And that's all you really know at that point in time. Yeah. Archie's like, cool. And it totally uh, made sense, right? Like, yeah, he's going to live like, with okay. us. Like I totally bought everything. Yeah. Everything made sense to me. Cause again, going back to like the farm boy, I'm like, how are they folding him into this? Right. Like, is he like an exchange student or something? Like, no, he's getting sponsored. It's a sponsorship. Yeah. I I'm, I'm leaning into this. Yeah. Um. Then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony and they're having like a little makeout sesh. And Cheryl a little? Asked, 
Uh, a mean, lot. A lot of it. It was um, a juicy makeout session. They were doing the damn thing. I know. It was, it was juicy. pretty sexy. Yeah. And then afterward, because they like changed clothes. So I'm like, what do you guys that, do? Okay, this that? is the one thing. Like, <laughs> is it is it more awkward to make out with a complete stranger? Or mm. is it more awkward to make out with your best friend in real life? Because like, they're best yeah, friends. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's I, more I weird. I don't know. I feel like it's probably a little bit of... Yeah, you get you get to have a good time with your friend. Maybe you just like definitely joke about the chem, yeah. Takes. Like I don't know, yeah, yeah. Like they definitely have fun with it, and for sure it, because of that, their chemistry is like they have such good chemistry. I'm but fired. I'm like, yeah. they're like best friends. They're like, oh, yeah, and it's not it's like so a peck. Funny. Like they're making out, like, they're like fully. kissing, proper, yeah, proper kissing. Um, yeah. So in this moment, after the makeout session, Cheryl asks Tony if um she wants to go study. And Tony's like, I, was, I thought they already were kind of. I mean, the reason why they didn't go study is for like multiple reasons, but basically, Tony says like, "Well, we are gay and we are closeted, and you are closeted. Like, we can't even do that officially." And then Cheryl's like, "But it can be like a little secret. Like, we can have mm. like a secret. It could be something between the two of us." What did and, you think of that? You know, I I do feel like here's the thing that I feel like is more realistic is Mm -hmm. that tony would be like yeah for sure let's get out of this bum town and then we can like make Mm. it official official but like right now like let's not like i didn't think it was a good enough reason just because i'm like how are you expecting to be the first gay couple of riverdale like publicly like yeah yeah i just think that the time period it's fair for cheryl to say like let's be secret about this like i just don't think that it like not that i i condone it it's more just like I'm understanding that in that time period, I can't imagine that you would officially go. No, like, but like, like gay. Tony's preached this entire time. She's preached about being open and being honest and being like yes, truthful to yourself. True. Yes, I agree with so that. So, like, fine. Even if society doesn't like accept you or like doesn't look at you, like, oh my god, like you know, it's okay. You can still come through the hallway and like hold your girlfriend's hand and like, why right. can't you do that? You've yeah. been preaching about this this whole time. And I think, I mean, I think she kind of, she alludes to it later. The fact that there are two different worlds. Yes. You know, I think that's the main thing. Like Tony's like, you know, if they were both like the greasers, then it would be a different story. Cause then they could be like, we're proud and we're weirdos. We're part of a different crew. But the you fact that she's preppy and she's from the rich family, like it makes sense that like th- that's Cheryl's take and Tony's take is like, nah, I'm not down for that. Tony surprised me this episode. She really okay. surprised me. And in a good I, way? No, like in a in a bad oh, way. In a bad way. Because I've, I've held her on this pedestal for this whole time. And this yeah. episode, I was like, girl, did you not think about this before, though? Like, yeah. had this not like crossed was, your mind? Yeah. And I get it. Like, you're a kid. Like, you're in love. She's attracted to her. Like, she's, tra- she's moving so quickly. But right. she was always, like, checking herself and being like, I'm truthful to myself. Right. This is going to be real. This is going to be honest. And then all of a sudden now she's like, hold up. She's like, yeah. you're a preppy rich girl, white girl. Like, I can't date you right now. I'm like, right. okay, like. But, like, didn't you, you know that before? that before? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. Like, to your exact point, I totally agree with you because it's so out of character for her. But it's not out of character for a high school student no. who is her to do that. So, like, I think when you watched Tony and how she's, like, this bad bitch and she has, like, a good head on her shoulder she's strong she's confident like we watch her and you're like oh my god she is like the one she is carrying this fucking show and then she does something with this you're like oh she's just a human child kid you know like she's just a human teenager she's not this like perfect person who like 100%. knows the answer to everything and we don't get that enough from her because we think that she's an amazing exactly which is true and she has been right and, and she yeah. has been so like how can like it 
it's an honest depiction, but I think to your point, they didn't show enough of her missteps for us to feel like she yeah. does make mistakes. Too fast. It was does... almost like too fast too. Yeah. Or like maybe it that went... is maybe, the yeah. flaw, right? Like maybe the yeah. flaw is like, I do run into things and I don't really think about them and like here I am, but we didn't really even get that answer from her in this. And so they could have they could have given us the opportunity to say like Tony says like, you know, I run fast and loose and I didn't really think about it. I just kind of got caught up mm, in it. That's a good you point. Know, that would have made sense. But I agree with you. I feel like the switch on her being like, I can't date someone who's preppy. She's a blossom. Like <clears throat> she didn't like, how did you not think about those things before? So, I don't know. I, as we were just talking, I was thinking about it. I was like, what was the, what was the factor that sort of switched her in this episode? And the factor was Tabitha, right? Cause the minute she sees Tabitha and she right. asks these questions, then she starts thinking about this sort of, you know these things and i think yeah, that's yeah, what sort yeah. of instigates that conversation so sure. so i guess yeah maybe it does make it make sense it does make sense yeah that is like Hold the on, inciting here, incident that on. makes her okay okay yeah i think you're right i think that is like the inciting incident like her yeah um her seeing Tabitha and reconnecting with that side of herself. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're cutting back to the farmhouse, like the farm where R Reggie is. Archie and Frank are like driving there to pick him up and he's like grabbing hay and whatever. And Archie's kind of just like in awe of Reggie. He's like, whoa, this like so beautiful this half Korean, half American man. <laughs> There's like bailing hay. Um, and Reggie's got this like very aloof, you know, quiet demeanor about him. He's very not that same Reggie that we were no. used to. At. He's like the complete opposite. Like, yeah, this really guy's quiet. definitely more shy. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a definitely a different side to even like Charles Melton as an actor. Like, For I don't sure. like this is an angle that I don't think he's really taken either. Like the softer, yeah. softer but like hunky still. Um actor angle yep. hunky um, still <laughs> still hunky but still very quiet dory. um so yeah they go and pick him up frank's like hey let's go everything's all squared up with your parents like cool then it cuts back to the uh andrew's residence and they're having dinner and this is when we first find out like the differences start to become very apparent yeah like, right from the get-go like they're all talking and archie's talking about like you know his dad and reggie's talking about how, how his dad got injured in the war and now he needs to help the fa family with like the farm and um archie says something along the lines of like oh isn't the government like funding you and like giving you funding for the fact that like your dad was in the, mm -hmm. the war or whatever and reggie's like no that's not what happens for me and archie's like well why not like i don't get it and reggie's like think about like think about it like why why don't you think that i got I so, get any extra money so okay i didn't understand that because so, his dad like is it a white person thing i feel like it might be like a colored person thing yeah like because his think dad's that, like, white though he said his so, dad's his dad's white but like maybe the fact that he's married to a korean woman that you know maybe they even met in like i don't i don't really know the whole situation yeah. but like maybe there's something that has to do with the fact that he has like an ethnic wife or something i i yeah, I, yeah. I also don't know like the details but my assumption is that it has to do with the fact that they're not getting funding because he's not like a full yeah like man. it wasn't as obvious as he made it seem to be because i'm yeah. like but your dad is white you're white your dad's american so like he's right. still an american veteran like why wouldn't he right i don't think they would 
discriminate just because you're married to unless they do i don't know yeah, it just wasn't as obvious did, yeah. as i as like he said it i was like but why like right it's like okay yeah. so anyways I yeah i don't know um so anyway so then he so after dinner so that's the first time that like reggie's like yo you don't even know what's going on in the world there's something there's something really amazing about sports and I, and it kind of is like this middle ground of doesn't matter where you come from or what your background is like if you're good at a sport and you love a sport and you play a sport, like that kind of all goes out the window. And like mm-hmm. Archie's the perfect example of like, he just like wants to play ball with this guy that he just met and like, he's so excited. Right. But of course there's all these exterior factors that come into play. Um, right. But sports is like that one, like that magical thing where sometimes you hope that on the court, like on the field, all, all those other things matter. get, that doesn't matter. Right. You're hoping yeah. for that obviously, but. Or that they're all accepted and like yeah. none of those things are, yeah, that's never yeah. a concern or an issue. And like everybody feels like they're being supported. In but as way. we see with Reggie's story, that's not obviously what happened. That's not the so case. yeah. Yeah. Um, so after dinner, Archie shows Reggie where he's sleeping, which is like right beside him. Literally, like, this, is there no other he's room? Like, He's like, here's my bed and here's your bed. I'm like, right beside you. It's like, okay, like, can I stay in, in that room too? Uh, and so as he's leaving, uh, or as he's like setting up and getting ready to go to sleep, he's like, he realizes like Betty is across the way and he sees that she like she's like, like direct damn, line. Damn, who's that? He like peeps her and he's like, who's that girl? And Archie's like, oh yeah, we're actually supposed like, to be like closing look. our windows. Like, yeah, he's also like kind of <laughs> like, little. Close the curtains. He's a little so... protective of yeah, Betty, yeah. and he's like, no, actually, we're not supposed he's to like, talk yeah, to each like, other. You'll meet her in school. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Um, I the... I was starting to lo- love this whole storyline. The like, little dynamic. I was like, right? wait, is he gonna start liking Betty, and then Archie's gonna get jealous? Like, I'm kind of living for this right now. And it's funny because usually it's the Veronica triangle, for right? sure. So like the fact that it's the Betty triangle. Now it's this the boys, time, right? Like now yeah, it's the boys it's... fighting over a girl. I love. I a new setup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. It's great. Um. So then it cuts to the Cooper residence, and hal basically wants betty to join the vixens he's like you need to do something to like blow off your steam i talked to doctor whatever be sexual energy too much sexual energy you need to join the cheerleading squad which literally makes no sense to me like even from the get i was like a cheerleader okay cool let's just even betty was like a bad plan her face was like yeah (laughs) um anyway so then it cuts to riverdale high the next morning lizzo and tony are talking out front and I think, again, like you were saying, like, Tony kind of picking up on these little moments where she's mm. like, oh, yeah, maybe I am, like, doing things for the wrong reasons. Lizzo says, oh, like, it's you're so lucky that you're, like, hanging out with Cheryl right now and having a good time. Like, your game is, like, you're going to drop this girl because you can't even, like, be on her level. She's, like, you know, it's not going to work out. So you can have your fun and then you can, like, leave. There's, like, yeah. an expiration date on this cherry, she said. Yeah um and tony's kind of just like thinking about it but she's also like no i'm having a good time as they're talking she sees tabitha get off the bus and so tabitha is now back in school and then tony and tabitha catch up so then they're talking they're catching up tabitha's like the tour has been kind of intense everybody's racist in all of america it sucks Mm -hmm. um and then she's like how are you doing here and tony's like you know i'm a cheerleader now (laughs) <laughs> she's like literally I was like it. what yeah that's legit legit that's her like yeah. reaction she's like that's something different like she's mm-hmm. very surprised 
And to your point, like the fact that Tabitha had that reaction, Tony was like, oh, like, is yeah, like not, why is she gagged? Is that not my priority <laughs> in my life right now? <laughs> okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she's starting to like realize and like come to. Um, and then it cuts to Cheryl, Veronica, Betty and Kevin talking in the lounge. And Archie walks in and introduces a man, a regimental Reggie. to the core group of people. And this was um, hilarious. So I funny. thought it was really, yeah, it was such a funny little back and forth. And like we were saying, Betty being the center of attention this time around. Yeah, like was so like unusual it was just and so un- yeah. And she didn't even realize, like, she doesn't know that it's happening, yeah, she's oblivious. really. Like, yeah, she's, she's totally like, oblivious. She's the Archie of this situation, right? <laughs> yes. So when you think about it, she's like, oh, like, boys are after me? Like, yes. I'm the sexual object of everybody's desire? Like, she doesn't realize. And so Reggie actually specifically says hi to Betty, like, alone. Yeah. And um, then you're seeing, like, the entire time, it's like Veronica. Bro, like, this dropping. girl was so She's not dropping hints. She's dropping bombs. She's telling everybody in the world. She's telling her friends. She's telling her family. She's telling everybody. She's like, who's this sexy hunk of a flubber man? Yeah, Archie. Like, Like, she couldn't stop. Yeah, she could not stop herself. She even says like, oh, like I own a theater. Do you want to go to the movies? Go to the movies because like I own a movie theater and like I want to go with you. He's like, he was not paying her a second. Like nothing. And is Cheryl in these moments just paid to sit oh there God, and like dead. eye roll at people? Like all she's doing is like, <laughs> like she's like Veronica, calm the fuck down. Like she was literally like Veronica, like easy. Who are you? Like she's like stop speeding or something because she was like you're yeah. going like too fast. She's like, Speedy Gonzalez over here, <laughs> yeah. Um, she even apologizes to uh, uh, Reggie for her. But Camila, um, Camila Mendez played it so perfectly. Like so she was good. hilarious. Like she was so good. Yeah, it was really funny to watch. Um, and then at the very end, he obviously like the LOL moment is he's like, oh, like where are the locker rooms? And everyone's like, I'll go show you. Even like, Kevin's even Kevin... like, I'll volunteer his tribute. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like Kevin, um, you already have a guy. I know. Like relax. And then Archie's like, I'll take you. Like, I'll take him. Yeah. And then. Cuts to Tabitha seeing Jughead, and she's like, aren't you, like, the kid who was supposed to, like, give me my homework updates? But what's funny is, I'm pretty sure, like, technically, she told the old Jughead, didn't she? She didn't tell the new Jughead. Do you remember, like, when they, yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. lost his, his memory think. or whatever? Yeah, you're anyway, right. It was, the, it was the original Jughead. Maybe that's why he forgot but that's the thing he would have been like who are you like where are you you know what i mean like there wasn't any inkling of that but anyway they didn't want to introduce that because they want to like get these girls together they want to get jabba back in the 50s so jacket talks about brad rayberry and the fact that he's a comic book writer now and he's like oh yeah and then um tabitha's like oh my god i know him like i i read his stuff he's so good and jacket says like I can get you guys to meet. Like, yeah. we're besties now. I and... did love their banter. I thought their banter was very yeah. cute. I feel like we're just leaning back into, like, their historical relationship with each other. And I feel like the writing, like, lended itself to yeah. that, like, nice, calm energy that Jabatha has. Um, and, yeah, so he's like, you want to meet him? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm down. So then it cuts to the Babylonium. And Kevin comes in and is like, hey, girl, I am poor. I need a job. Would you give me a job? And then she's like, yes, absolutely. Even though we make no money, she's like, I will hire you. Yeah. You're not going to get paid, but I will (laughs) give you a job. 
And then Veronica is like kind of like a tit for tatting the situation. She was like, I will help you with that, but I heard that you're like really good friends with Clay. Um, would you be able to like hook us up because That's like up. he is a stud? And Kevin's like, Yeah, I can help you like get it together with Clay. Like, obviously, realizing that he's gay and he's not interested right. in Veronica whatsoever. Um, so again, I thought that was a funny moment, but at the same time, I was also like are we doing this right now? Like, did are, you, yes. Yeah, so but like, what did you story? believe? Like, did you actually so, think Veronica was going after him? I did low key. Me I too. did. I was like, I was like, what is this? So I'll, we'll talk about that moment okay. afterward because I do still have questions about the way, maybe it was the way it was delivered, but I still don't even know if like, she was like playing like poker face on <laughs> like, it. And after? she was like, she was like, yeah, I fully knew. Well, I knew you guys were. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah just like, she was like, I was just, I was just testing you. Like forcing you guys, you guys to say it to me. Like, I yeah. know. Because I'm from LA. Like, I would know these things. <laughs> anyway, and, we'll talk about that. But that's why I didn't. Like, that's why I, when she said it, I, first of all, when she said it, I was like, this girl's just horny this episode. Like, she yeah, wants Yeah, she Reggie, wants everybody. She wants, she wants to so jump on So I was like, okay, anything. she's just like extra horny. But then yeah. I was like, but she's from LA. Like, she's like this, like, starlet. Like, she would, she would kind of, like, run in certain circles. Like, that's kind of where I thought. But then I'm like, oh, maybe she really does think want him. So I didn't know what to think. Right. It really, yeah. it did fool me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, I guess I'll help you. Then it cuts to basketball practice. They're practicing. Um, and they had to like split up into like I felt like it was supposed to be equal teams. But yeah, that's what obviously it yeah. wasn't equal teams. Well, because nobody Reggie. wanted to play with Reggie. I was like, no one wanted to play with Reggie. Yeah. And I was like, are you guys fun? Anyway, it's Reggie, Archie, and Fangs on one side. And even Reggie's like, we'll take Dilton, like the other Asian yeah. person in this entire cast. Yeah. And um they're like, okay, let's play. Reggie literally is on fire and yeah, like, he like beats them all. Ass. Like four to like eight people and um julian is pissed obviously like white red again um then it cuts to he the really room. pissed me off this episode like he got Girl, on my nerves I, i'm done my I'm nerve done with that guy i'm done with that guy um so then it cuts to the locker rooms and archie wants to celebrate with the team because it's like tradition after a game to go to pops and like have a bite and no one even says a word like no one wants to go um and obviously it's because of reggie and reggie's like vibing that so he's like you know what i'm i'm good like we don't have to do that yeah um and i think even after he said like oh i have homework like julian's like oh well i guess we'll, we all we all will go you know like see you later like yeah. he doesn't really so he doesn't want to go with him he doesn't want to go with him and the rest of the team even is like bye like they yeah. don't care then it cuts to vixen practice and I want to know if this is real. So anybody who's like historical something, I need to know if this is actually a thing that used to happen all the, all the time. They assign a player per cheerleader. So like mm -hmm. every player gets a vixen. Yeah. And um, it tells like who who's matched to who. Cheryl's matched to Julian. Tony gets matched to Archie. Mm -hmm. And Reggie is matched to Betty. Betty. So things are about to start going. So when I, was, when I was talking about Friday Night Lights, this is what happened in that show. Like every football oh, okay. player had like a cheerleader. So it is a thing, I guess. So I, yeah. I'm assuming it's a thing because if it was in that show, it probably dates back to like that old culture. That so old every girl would have like a guy and they would like do his homework basically and like cook him food. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> 
absolutely insane i'm like jocks and cheerleaders did date and that would probably happen like yeah key, but like the fact that they were like no you're paired matched. with him and like you got a match up like what the fuck? i know it's crazy um so anyway they're matched up those are the big ones then it comes to jughead and tabitha going to visit mr rayberry they're knocking on his door he's not answering jughead leaves a note on his on his window on his door and he asks tabitha if she wants to go to the movies she's like sir sure let's do it so obviously the chemistry is growing. They're already hanging out with each other. Super cute. I thought that was a great plant too of like we, cause we saw how last week's episode ended and like things didn't look right. good for, for Rayberry. Mr. And, Rayberry, yeah. And seeing that little plant of like him leaving a note and he's not answering his door. I'm like, oh shit. Like this is not yeah, going to go good. It's going to go pretty sour. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, and I'm glad that it didn't like lead into like a murder mystery right from the get. Cause I was like, Oh, it would be nice to have yes. Jughead and Tabitha to have like a yes. nice moment before shit hits the fan. Yeah. So yeah, a good a good angle to take. So then it cuts. The sad thing is, is like his poor like dead body is probably like, sitting there while they're like running off to the movies. I know. Um. So then it cuts to Tony and Cheryl in the locker, and Tony doesn't want to do the vixens anymore. She's like, I don't want to do this. It's not me. I don't want to be paired with some boy so I can do like make him cookies and do his homework like that's just like i feel too it's just like not who i am yeah and then on top of that cheryl's like well is this because like i asked you to go steady and tony's like honestly like everything's just like too much right now like i don't want to go steady i don't want to be in the vixens i need some space i'm gonna step away so sad moment for Shoney fans. Like, how yeah. did you feel about the fact that things are starting to dissolve? No, like I was pretty like shocked. I was like, girl, mm. like you guys just got together. Like, there's too yeah. much happening with Shoney in one episode. There was like, yeah, like, you know, and too many changes. But I understand where she where she was coming from. I just was really heartbroken for Cheryl because like yeah, for sure. Cheryl finally put herself out there and like she, gets she, to that she point. was even the one that said like let's go steady, and mm. then she gets rejected like in this way. So I just right. I really felt for Cheryl. I mean, I do like the fact that there is a little bit of conflict and it's not always just Cheryl. It's this time it's just Tony, yeah. it's Tony going through her own yeah. shit. And like we get to focus on the fact that Tony's got her own issues that she's got to figure out. So as we're talking through it, it's starting to make more and more sense. I know in the beginning of this episode, we were just saying like, why did she do what she was doing? But like as we're talking about every single like scene that Tony's in, I'm like, yeah, I guess that would make her think about that. That would make her feel some type of way about her dynamic and like this comfortability and like even the pairings i forgot that that really affected her too like the fact that she had to like pair up with some like guy right like that she has like no interest in she's like Why you am know I what doing what clay says later on it was so freaking true how he was like yeah if you for really sure like someone Absolutely. nothing would stop you from being which with is, that person which is what pulls her back right that right. is the thing yeah. that kind of brings yeah. brings her back to the whole situation so just a lot of different like emotions that we go through with shoni sure. in like one episode it was a lot for sure High school drama, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so then it cuts to the Babylonium. Jughead and Tabitha get snatched. Veronica's business, they... if you didn't know. Veronica owns yeah. the Babylonium, Just if you didn't you know, know that. Even in the 50s, she owns the Babylonium theater. It's her business. Um, yeah, it's her business. Um, and Jughead and Tabitha get snacks at the front. And it's funny. I mean, I guess the funny thing in the comics is always like Jughead, like, eats all the he time eats, like he's yeah. always eating so he orders like 17 things and then he's like he turns tab and he's like, like do you want anything she's like and also uh... i was gagged at the prices the discount the discount the everything was like 75 cents <laughs> i was like you you ordered like 45 things and 75 cents girl mm-hmm. no wonder you're running Inflation. like this business is yeah <laughs> I was like, you need to inflate the yeah. prices, Veronica. Like, you are going to run this thing to the ground if you don't, like, lift it up a bit. Yeah. 
Um, so as they're leaving to the movie, Veronica and Clay are kind of hanging out in the back and like talking. And she does shade Jughead a little bit. So, okay, I'm glad you mentioned. Okay, so when he walked in with Tabby and yeah. then she saw that, I was like, oh, is she going to like feel some type of weight? Because like she wanted to go to the movies with him and like he was too <laughs> damn busy writing the story to <laughs> take point. her. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh my God, is she going to get like jealous and stuff? But she doesn't, she doesn't really get jealous in that way. And she turns to Clay and she's like, I used to date Jughead for like a hot minute. Like, yeah, he lives he's in like, a oh. train she's car like, though. Ew, like he's gross. Like he lives in a train car and like, <laughs> I just can't do guys like that. Like I need more sophistication. I'm like, girl, I'm you like, fell for him, okay? Like, take it down a notch. Yeah, you fell you're, for not him. That, you're not that special. <laughs> um, so she shades him. She's like, I like mysterious men. I was like, Jughead is mysterious. When really she's like, I like it. continental men. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, it's like, continental. Is, like, someone from a magazine. Is that what you're trying to say? um so yeah anyway um clay's like okay cool he's so funny his he's he's like okay crazy girl yeah <laughs> and veronica and all the while kevin's like watching their interaction he's like, like sweep cringing. sweep sweep like he's like slowly trying to like he's like dying on the inside and um <laughs> he's like i finally found a boyfriend and this dumb bitch is trying to ruin like, it jack my shit yeah and then veronica like literally says like so forward like hornified veronica it's like clay i hope you know that like you're taking what i'm putting down right now i was like girl <laughs> what <laughs> what is wrong with you i literally was shook in. like the she, fact that betty I is am the sexual like veronica is the sexual deviant of the show like what is wrong with no, her she's Get so extra like the way she said it she was like i am putting this down and i hope you're yeah. taking it he's like what like these are the moments that make me feel like she was lying oh when God. she said the thing about kids. Yeah, I was definitely. like, "Girl, you were trying really no, hard." No, you were though. putting like, it down, you were pushing that <laughs> shit. Uh, anyway, so then it cuts. <laughs> then it cuts to Betty and Reggie oh in the lounge, and Betty's basically like right at the top. She's like not like zero interest in in Reggie. She's 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 like completely oblivious to like maybe his potential attraction we don't even know for yeah, sure how attracted really seem, he is to her like she's not like like drooling over him no she, but she's then, just kind of like a babble mouth like she's not really she's just even like, like chatting it up but then she's just chatting it up yeah later like so they're talking and then and then somehow the the conversation comes up of like she's like oh i'm like a deviant and like i'm like <laughs> I'm God, i got in trouble deviant. and like i have to yeah. join the vixens because like i did a peep show with archie and then <laughs> right. like the minute he hears that he's like oh he's like oh forget this and then like he like dips yeah and i'm like and then she kind of gets flustered so i'm like oh was she liking this converse like was she into him then that's the thing and like yeah so that's what happens he leaves and she like this last shot is her like feeling embarrassed like yeah she got embarrassed. embarrassed so i was just like is she feeling like she like said too much too soon? Because yes, you did, girl. Like spoiler alert, yeah, you did. You just met this poor kid, and you told him that you don't want to be there, you don't want to see him, you don't want to do his homework, you don't want to make him cookies. And you had like a and, naked pizza with also, your neighbor. Like, you're like known to be a sexual deviant. He's like, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Farm boy doesn't know what to do with that. <laughs> and she's like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, you need to calm down, Betty. Like, oh, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to tell you anything. But I did a peep show with my Tells neighbor. Tells you everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're going to find out anyways. I'm going to tell you everything. I was like, oh, So my embarrassing. Um, so anyway, here. I don't really know like what her so vibe is this episode to be 100%. honest. hundred percent. I wasn't sure what the no vibe idea. was. I was like, did she start to like him in that conversation? And then she got right. embarrassed. And then like, yeah, did he like, was he well, like over it? Like, you think he's over it now? I 
I feel like yeah, I feel like it, but maybe we'll see. We'll see if they try to like, he does actually say, pull like, together a triangle. We'll, we'll he see. does bring up Archie, right? Because he's like, oh, I live with him. I don't want to do anything like that. Yeah, like, he doesn't want miss that up. I was like, oh, yes. okay, so he's like done with this now. He's also like realizing, yeah, that they have like some sort of connection. He doesn't. He wants yeah. to be respectful. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out because like maybe there is nothing there. Like maybe he's just like, oh, that girl was cute, and then I'm gonna leave now. Uh, I also I feel like know. they had no chemistry. Like I wasn't Same. feeling it, you know. Same. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because we've like known Veronica and Reggie to be together for the last like seven seasons. Yeah. That this time we see them together, but also like I, like we were saying, like Betty doesn't seem to like have any. She's not googly eyed over him. She's not like this guy's a hunk. No, she like, wasn't. She's just like so. Anyway, I'm a sexual deviant. Like, what's up? Like, she didn't... <laughs> and the thing with his character in this version is that like he's so timid and like yeah. Betty sometimes is a little timid too like she's not so upfront either not this so like episode. not this episode but <laughs> no. I could see that that like not working because like they're both so like kind of laid back yeah yeah, um, yeah I feel like she's more thing with Archie because like she's known him forever and like she's very right. comfortable with him right yes, yes. so that's a little bit different um sure. but yeah I don't I don't see that I didn't feel the chemistry between the, the two of them yeah, on screen same same um, so then it cuts to the basketball court. Reggie's like shooting hoops and Archie invites Reggie for lunch. And even though Archie says like, oh, but it's going to be like my friends, my real friends. Um, Reggie still says no thanks. And that's the end of that. Archie's really trying his best. He's really trying. Like he tried. He tried. Uh, then it cuts to Tony, Tabitha and Clay talking in the lounge. And Tony announces that she wants to create a literary literary society for black voices, which is like journals and like short stories um like to- journal like, club. yeah journal club so everybody's excited about it tony tells them that like you know because i think at one point top is like oh how are you going to do that and then juggle the vixens as well tony basically says like sorry i actually left the vixens i realized that i was doing this for the doing it for the wrong reasons because i have a crush on cheryl and so then they have a little conversation about that. Clay basically says, like, yeah, it's hard. Even with me and Kevin, we're very different. We come from different worlds. But he wants to know me. He wants to get to know me. And I'm, like, opening up slowly as well. And it's he's like, it's hard, but it's not impossible. And Tony's like, yeah, but no offense. You guys are both, like, preppy preppy guys. So you guys come mm-hmm. from the same world. You're, like, off. Like, you're on the same footing with each other. So it's a little different. And to your point, what you said earlier, Clay does say, I guess it just depends on how much you like the person. Yeah. And that is what kind of snaps Tony back in. And that is the reality of the situation. We both dated. We've had our like, you know, things. And that is the, at the end of the day, if you like the person enough, you will make it work no matter what. Like you 100%. will try to make it happen if that is like and different I'm sorry. worlds, blah 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 all that stuff it's all about like how you feel about that person i'm sorry but for tony to judge clay and kevin and say you guys are the same and it's easy it's not easy yeah. these were it's two not... closeted gay guys yeah. in a time when that wasn't she said ex- it was easy she said it was different not easy like, but like she's like it's you. easier because you're coming from the same easier, place yeah, like you're preppy yeah. like but that's not right to judge that easier like sure. either because like everyone has their own challenges and like kevin's right. coming from a place where like his parents don't accept him whereas clay his parents yeah. do accept him so like yeah their ideologies are going to be very different in that very regard true. like there's challenges in every aspect so i didn't buy her yeah. excuse of saying like oh you guys are preppy so like you guys yeah. have it okay so you guys are like two lesbians you you have yeah. your own things to talk about too like, in, in this sense i wish that clay and tony had a better like uh interaction with each other in this moment because number one them being like the two like you know 
gay characters in the show and the fact that they're both black like they could have that like connection with I each felt other. like Clay wanted and, like, to go there <clears throat> he wanted he wanted to go there and Tony like just kind of dismissed him yeah and I, I wish that she didn't dismiss him because like that kind of like X's out the fact that they could ever have like these kinds of conversations yeah. and honestly Clay had the patience to sit there he and did. be like he wanted to listen tea. I'm listening to you I'm hearing you and I'm gonna let you like have your moment but like you could be wrong just putting 100%. it out there and I think that like Clay could have been like listen you can take that stance or you don't have to take that stance but this is how I'm taking it and like be a little bit more like Tony snap out of it whereas like he was very gentle with his approach and I guess that's just like his character he's not an aggressive person yeah we're kind of learning on a in a secondary way like how clay is as a person as well so it's kind and of and i cool think probably because of timing too they probably had to cut it down a little bit yeah, but like true. for us to get him say for us to see him say you know no like you make it work regardless right. that yeah. was a good line to have him say there that there. Like, so i was really that. happy that he said that yeah yeah agreed so then it cuts to the babylonian and <laughs> this is when kevin tells veronica she's coming off a little too strong she's like, oh, i'm gonna clay. have clay he's like you know what girl like this is enough like <laughs> yeah, you were he's like too much he's not gonna like you okay yeah he's not into you and veronica does say she's like what he's not into assertive women and he's like okay i don't mean to say this yeah. like for him but he's not to, into, into any, any women, women. <laughs> and neither am i we are both homosexuals she's like, i yeah she's like I that. and i was like girl don't play that shit on me like did you know that for real like i don't even really believe you for, for sure she starts like babbling these names she of, like, starts, these like, people. she's like oh honey i knew that you didn't like girls since you watched sunset boulevard and you uh, can memorize all the lines <laughs> from gloria and i was like cool shut up like, <laughs> that's like, exactly what she said. like i don't even know what you're talking about yeah, and Clay's like, girl, relax. Like, I'm just telling you one fucking thing. Like, God. Like, I like the movies, okay? Like, jeez, yeah, like, I didn't know that made me like wrong with you. <laughs> and, but Veronica still killed. And that's the, again, oh my God. in this moment, did I believe that she was like, like covering her ass or was she actually like into Clay? I still think that she was into Clay. <laughs> she even like says another she... reference. She's like, honey. She's like, I like hanging out with Tim and Todd, not Steve and Daryl. Kevin's like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, I don't care. I'm like, girl, just She does say, does he swing both ways? And he's like, no. And she's like, okay, just check. That's what I mean. I'm like, I feel like she earnestly was into Clay. Like, she's, she's not like, out wait, here testing anybody's sure. rockers. Hold on, I want to make sure. Like, give me 100. 100, he like, is. No. <laughs> like, okay, oh, I knew that. I knew that. I was, I, that was I'll the second sure test. That you knew. <laughs> that was a third test. You passed it. You both are big, fat, raging homos. I get it. Oh Got God. it. Cool. I died. Just check it. I was just want to make sure that you guys know that you're gay. <laughs> like you I know that. yourselves. Like you know that I know that we know that you're gay. So cool. <laughs> and then so she like funny. finished. And then she finished. And then Kevin's like, "Are you fine with that?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Like we're good. Like I'm, I'm actually have more friends who are like." Gay. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, Tim I'm and happy for you. Tim and whatever the other guy's name was. Yeah, Tim not and Tom. Steve and Daryl. 
I'm like, all right, cool. I don't. I know their references. Like, I, I should Google yeah. them, but I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm over your. References. I can't deal with. Between Veronica and Jughead, like the references are too much. Well, it's funny now. Tabitha, like... everybody's too smart for me. Like... <laughs> well, it's also because it's like the references are from like the 1940s. Yeah, like, exactly. We like, literally like, never know. know this unless we like, had Googled it or like done talk about like, history. Harry Styles or something. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know these. Things. It's like too far back and it's too niche. Yeah. Like some of it's like a little too niche. I'm yeah, like, you would never know it's this. Like, specific to like the 1956 Hollywood, era, like, like LA specific. scene. Yeah. Yeah. So that cuts to the basketball court and Julian announces that there's going to be a mixer where they got to dress up and look cute. And he says it in under his breath. He's like, yeah, and I guess we're like also introducing like the new bulldog and it cuts to like Reggie and Reggie's like pissed. Um, Then it cuts to the locker room and Reggie doesn't want to go. He's like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to show up. And Archie's like, bro, what is your problem? You're not an island. You're literally the man of honor. Like that is what he's been saying. Um, Like, why can't you meet us halfway? And this is when I like, oh, oh my God, God. yeah. I like this story made me so like, this is why I said I like this episode so much because like the story of Reggie and the story of like his, like what he had to deal with, like hits you in a different way because we do talk about black racism, but there's also Asian racism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is not often covered yep. as well as it was in this episode like on a popular show like riverdale you know like you don't see i was this. blown away by it and, for sure. and i was just like yeah that is the shit and man. like that is the problem you know i think it's something that we've we've been saying for a long time doing this podcast like sometimes an impactful story or a moment or a scene or whatever yeah. can be a 10 second scene a 15 second moment second moment yeah. and that flashback of reggie yeah. explaining that when he was at stonewall prep because it actually yeah. does it like it takes i thought he was just gonna like it, talk about it but right. they actually like fade us into a flashback he's in the sure, locker no, room no. at stonewall prep and that guy's in it brett or whatever his name was mm. and he opens up his locker reggie and there's like rice that just like falls out because he's asian like yeah and it, it like, like i was like oh my out. god like yeah and I never thought I would see something like this on this show, but it's so impactful. Like they, they should have been doing things, sure. stories like this. And it's such yeah. a, it's just a fast scene, but it stays with you. Like it stayed with me until sure. like today. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I gotta watch it again. Yeah. So like, like it hit me, yeah. and I understood yeah. him. Like I, I'm like, of course he doesn't want to hang out with anyone. Like yeah. he's fucking over it. Like it was powerful. It was so powerful, and I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy. Like big ups to Charles, Mel- Charles Melton to like. <laughs> take on this role and tell this story and the writers for like wanting to tell the story um you know the rise of like asian hate even in this world right now is like rampant and ridiculous and absolutely insane so the fact that they were able to fit this into the story in this time period but still kind of make it so poignant to like how it is still permeating our world now is was just like and like that it is a part of his character we never once never once before this Reggie ever said that he was part Asian, like and nothing. Yeah, he never, yeah. even though his dad was, like we never, yeah, he never said true. anything to that at all. At all, that's it a very good point. A part of all the six seasons, they never really yeah. talk about the fact that he celebrates. And like they should, himself. yeah. They just talk about that his dad was a car dealer. That's because they that's did that with like really Josie get. and stuff. Like they did it with everyone else that yeah. was, you know, minor. So it's like, why aren't you doing with Reggie? And I don't know. I just feel like this season, like. They're just they're just touching on these amazing like stories yeah. like yeah they they're so beautiful and they were always there to be right. told 
for sure. You guys just never told them. Yeah, it was so. It's it just made me. It made me happy to see it. Obviously, sad to see it, but also like happy that they're telling the story sure. the way that they're telling the story. And um, to your point, it does affect his character. That is the way that 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 is why he is the way that he is. Um, and that is how the world has affected him so negatively. And he's like, I don't want to give anybody a second chance. I don't want to give anybody chances. That is why I'm in an island. That is why I don't want to like lean in. I want to play my sport, get my NCAA scholarship and bounce. Like that's exactly, exactly. And Archie apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry that happened to you. And I think even at this point in time, he does say like, but that's like a different town. That's not like us. Like Archie's still kind of like, he doesn't want to believe that like that is how it is in Riverdale. And he is going to find out very soon that that is not the case. And I, and Um, I do appreciate seeing this through Archie's side too. Right. Like, yeah. Like naive boy. He's like, naive but earnest and like his heart's in the right place but like doesn't know how to like navigate it because that's not his lived experience so i yeah and it's true because he's the one that is leaning in he is the one that's like yo just just like get it together like why can't you just like hang out with us like why don't why do you want to do that i also really want to quickly say uh, not to mention the housewives in the middle of this conversation but something that um happened a couple of seasons ago because with archie i feel like in his perspective he's like i don't see color i don't see you know different people everyone's the same for me everyone's equal and when i was watching one of the episodes garcelle she was like because she had asked um i think kathy hilton which is paris hilton's mom and Mm -hmm. she was like i don't see color she's like i love everyone the same and garcelle was like if you don't see color you don't see me you're the problem yeah not that you're the problem but like if you don't see color like you're not seeing me because i am color yeah so for you to say that everyone is the same that means you're ignoring like my struggles and what my people have to go through so i thought it was such a because she's not like saying like you're a racist or you don't know it's not not like that but it's like you should accept me you should see me for who i am and maybe that we're not all the same because i surely you didn't go through what i went through yeah exactly so it's it's something to that tone too and of course archie doesn't mean it like in that way at all but it's something important to highlight like just because you see everyone the same doesn't mean that you shouldn't know that person's story or like where they came from or 100%. like their struggles you know so. and everybody can't just walk through life as a <laughs> you know as a white kid you yeah. know from a small town um <clears throat> so then it cuts to outside riverdale high like just outside the front and Tony calls to Cheryl and Cheryl walks over and she asks Cheryl to secure funding because she's a class president for the literary society. And Cheryl like really takes it on the chin and she's like, absolutely. That sounds like such a great cause. Um, I'll put the request in, but just letting you know, like Mr. Featherhead is going to be the last one to say yes or no. Um, it's it might be hard, a hard sell. And Tony's like, I get it. And maybe we can do other fundraisers. And then Cheryl's like, I'll make you scones if you do a bake sale. Like I'll I'll help if you ever need anything. And Cheryl does ask in this moment, like if one of the reasons why they broke up is because she's white. And mm-hmm. I was wondering what they were going to do with this line. And I'm yeah. actually surprised that they even brought this up. But it's such a true and honest question to ask in this day, like in that day and age. Like what, you know, like was that a concern? Mm-hmm. And Tony does say like, yes, th- I mean, there were so many other problems that were entangled, but that is one of the reasons why like i thought just... that was so brave of cheryl to ask that because for like sure. honestly it's... like any other teenager would have been like yeah i'm breaking up with you first like we're over like i'm done with right. you yeah. but like she really opened up and she was like is this the reason why like i just want to know that might not be a good answer at the end of that right like there might right. not be a solution to that 
to that at the end exactly she wanted to hear mm -hmm. it from her and she's yeah like that's the thing in this episode even though cheryl kind of takes a backseat this episode she's learning as well like in the background and trying to like get to know tony in her own <clears> way and even though they're not going steady and like she's kind of breaking things off cheryl is kind of trying very timidly to continue this relationship on with tony in a different way and um yeah even when she says that cheryl doesn't get defensive she doesn't get like yeah. upset she's like okay thank you i will try my hardest to get you the money and then she walks away yeah i thought it was a great little scene yeah between them. it was um, so then it cuts to the Bulldogs mixer, the most infuriating fucking scene of my life. Jeez, um, this episode really felt like a long episode. I was like, they've crammed a lot into yeah, this. They did a lot. Like things were happening this episode. So yeah, so then it cuts to the Bulldogs mixer. Betty and RG have a little quick moment. Oh my God, of talking, Archie looks so cute. <laughs> stuffing his face with cheese. I know. I was like, that's me, boy. Like that oh, is me at a party. So cute. Um, and so super cute. Like Betty's just like having these like conversations and it's funny that she mentioned it because i was gonna mention it um but he's like oh my mom's gonna be so pissed when they find out that i've got partnered up with a bulldog i was like yeah the vixens literally are partnering up with literally. a basketball person and you are saying like she's a sexual deviant like you don't think she's gonna like try to jump <laughs> like fucking reggie so i like anyway so uh like she she mentions that and then um archie notices that clifford blossom is asking him in and so he has to leave i love how like he eats his cheese like he doesn't know what to do with the and then he like and yeah, buddy's like, like i'll take it, it. yeah yeah oh it's like God, a it really so cute, cute little moment like so quick so i feel fast. like that wasn't even in the script you yeah, know like it felt so like natural that they yeah. kind of like had that move, move right in yeah um so then it cuts to archie getting called over and this is the conversation that like blew my mind. This I was man's like, wig will be the death of me. Like I can't <laughs> handle this fucking wig. So they they talk they talk about Reggie, but they talk about him as if he's an object. That's the first thing yeah. that I realized right from the top. They don't even mention him as a he. Sometimes they're like, oh, our prodigy, our this person, this thing. Like you know, they don't say this thing, but they don't even like mention him yeah, as he's a literally person. just they... a tool for them to win the championship exactly they talk about the fact that like oh they found him as like this perfect weapon to win all the games and like you know he's like you know thanking frank for doing that or and whatever. he even says he's like when i heard he was korean i was kind of like eh. but you know he plays <laughs> basketball i was like oh, the fuck? It's like, like the fuck is happening like the conversations that they were having i was so surprised like i'm like is this that like i mean i guess but it is but like, like it was like that for sure you know the way they, they were saying things like penelope literally says it's a necessary evil because you know especially so, like, the korean war and stuff it probably made, like they were all so like like prejudiced against <laughs> them like i know but that's fucked up. it's fucked it's so yeah fucked um yeah one of the kids i think he's like i could never bunk with a korean and clifford even says like, like oh thank you for like doing your duty and like taking him in and archie's like honestly like i don't know like, what the problem he's is my like, boy. He's like totally what's fine the deal? he's cool yeah um and yeah this is and then clifford clifford does say something like does he realize the opportunity i'm giving to him and his family mm -hmm. and like i was like fuck you you stupid yeah fucking it's control asshole. yeah and then um archie's like yeah no like he's saying it earnestly again archie like innocent it's like yeah yeah no he's like super happy to be here and he's like excited to like like work hard and because he was um, like why isn't he here tonight like he yeah, should have been he here? here and archie's he's like, like he's studying like he wants to focus on his schoolwork so that he you know work. yeah 
And then he says, as long as he behaves with a smile on his face, there will be no trouble for him. And then he mentions his family. He's like, or his family. I was like, yeah. what are you going to do? Burn their fucking farm down, you fucking asshole? Like, I don't, like, I do feel like them planting that in there, mm. there could be something in the yeah, future maybe. to show that, like, Clifford's doing some shady shit. Yeah. So, um, then at that point in time, Archie's like, um, I'm going to go and he walks out of the, the frame and Cheryl kind of hears like you realize that Cheryl's also hearing the conversation from afar. So she knows that her racist ass family is like, over like they're like saying some shit. Um, and I'm interested to see what she does with all of that. Like, like, I, I guess that anchors yeah. her to like her question about like being white with Tony. But I think the fact that there is like even more, it's not just about. I think like, her and Archie are, are realizing a lot in this episode, right? Yes. Like they're taking a page from Kylie Jenner and they're realizing yeah. things. She's realizing the year of realizing yeah. is this episode. Um, so then it comes to the Babylonian. Reggie walks into the theater because he didn't go to the party. I was like, homie, I'm just doing your homework. And then again, Veronica, the thirstiest girl in she's Riverdale. Like, oh my God, Reggie, like, did you come here for me? Yeah. He's, and he's like, like, no, I came to see a movie. Yeah. And he like, actually, he's like, I actually forgot that you work here. Work here. And then she was like, I own, own it. this place. I own 51% of this company. I don't work here. I own it. Yeah. And uh, like, okay, cool. And then he just leaves. He like takes the popcorn and he walks away. And even and then Kevin obviously pops in. He's like, "Wow, that was so red." <laughs> I was like, "Kevin, <laughs> you guys are now besties. Like, relax." And then Veronica's, <laughs> Veronica's like, "Yeah, that's hot though." Like she doesn't. Even... <laughs> she like likes it. She like likes the fact that she Veronica's the one that's like girl yeah. that like if you call her like ugly and like yeah. what I, the she's meanest like, thing she's like slap me. i'm down <laughs> yeah, she's like marry me please take me to bed <laughs> so, so she wants to bag she obviously is going to try to bag okay reggie. so do you are you down for this did you feel like reggie at all thought that like like because he said like i don't remember that you worked here like but i kind of like don't believe yeah. him either like i kind of maybe think that he did remember I, that she worked there no i i mean no? i do feel i do feel like he didn't know that she like he totally forgot okay. he's focused on his own thing like yeah. he's not really in that mindset i don't think just yet and so he's still protecting himself he's still forgotten he just met her like tw like a yeah. day ago so he doesn't even remember anybody's name um so i get that he doesn't really realize it and also i think it does lean into the fact that reggie has always been known in the comics and even in the last six seasons as a bit of a dum-dum like, a like he, yeah he was never like the smartest like yeah. tool in the mm -hmm. shed or whatever or the sharpest tool in the shed so i thought that that was funny that they may have like added that whole thing and like oh i didn't really like forgot that you even worked here i'm down um, for veggie but yeah, I think I'm totally leaning into. She this. needs to like I... calm down a little bit though. She needs to like take sure. one step down. Like I'm excited to see how <laughs> she gets tactful with with her approach on. Well, because it's gonna have to change because he's probably not gonna be down for like someone he's that not aggressive. Feeling... Like yeah, he's not feeling whatever she's throwing at right now. He's not. She is. He's not like, taking what she's putting. Are down. you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> no, bitch. That's, that's her line for every single yeah. guy who walks into her theater. <laughs> he's gonna take it like a. Literal I ticket. hope you know. Are you yeah. gonna pick up what I'm putting down? <laughs> and he's like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go watch a movie. Oh god. Oh, god. Um. So then it comes to Jughead's train car. 
<laughs> drank our house and <laughs> tabitha was it like furnished book. was it still furnished like how it was Veronica still furnished. Did it? He's, okay. he did not she did not like return all that like stuff and tabitha gives him a book by is it eb dubois du bois du bois is the last name of the writer um and she tells him to read a story called the comet which is interesting number one because mm. they had a comet last season and number two the story is about a black woman and a black and a white man and them getting together or the opposite i don't remember uh they're the only ones who are surviving in new york after a comet like kills everybody else mm. interesting story and Jughead's like, cool, I'd totally be down to read it and see what it's all about. And Tabitha's like, we should read it, like, right now, in this moment, together, like, out loud. And he's like, okay. Like, he's, like, turned on by, naked. like, the fact that <laughs> naked in bed without the book. I'll just tell you <laughs> as we're doing it. Um. So, anyway, so that's happening. Cute. They're still having, like, that connection, the Jabatha connection. Jabatha rising. I'm sure everybody's very excited about that. And then it cuts to Archie getting back to his room after the party. And Reggie's like, oh, so how was it? And Archie basically says, like, honestly, it was, like, trash. Like, you wouldn't want to go. It was, like, you didn't miss anything. And then Reggie, like, asks more questions about, like, oh, the cheerleaders were there. Like, was it, like, a fun time to see the girls? Um, And Archie just skirts the conversation. He's like, I'm going to go shower. Yeah, what's up with that? What do you I think, think it's that? a fact. I mean, he didn't want to talk about it because, like, he heard all that racist shit that was happening. So, like, I think that he was just totally mm. like, "How is he gonna go he was, like, come back guard. Yeah, how is he gonna come back and tell Reggie, "Yo, do you know what the fuck they just said about yeah, you? Yeah. Like, that's fucked up." Like, he's gonna internalize that and try to figure out. And also, like, Archie's like shat, like mindset is shattered. Like, he's like, "I did not realize that Riverdale was this freaking racist, yeah, yeah, and yeah. here we are, like, talking about people like this. It's so messed up." Yeah, and. Reggie that moment with Reggie also he's like oh like you know he's starting to realize too that maybe Archie isn't that kind of person yeah he's not a bad guy he's trying to like protect him if anything um about like the shit that might have gone down then it cuts to the basketball team they're doing their warm-ups Julian's running it because the coach is like not he's busy and this entire sequence, like they're dogging on Reggie, they're shoving him, they're ignoring him when they like he he's open. And this is when I again snapped. Julian calls him a banana boy. And I was just like, I I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I'm gonna lose my this fucking guy is mind. Pissing me off. I also feel like that is so like derogatory that like I probably shouldn't have even said it again but i just like i thought it was so messed up that i mean i'm sure and i'm and that's the thing i'm sure that those kinds of phrases were so common back then and to hear it being said like just like Openly. so blatantly mm-hmm. i was like this is so fucked up i hate this um it made me very angry and thankfully archie like was able to channel my anger and he p- decks mm-hmm. julian right away the amount of times that Julian gets punched in the show literally is like hilarious. his face needs to be mangled more. <laughs> I know it's true. Um, and then he starts yelling at everybody. He's like, This is bullshit. You guys are a team at the end of the day. Like, you can think however you want to think, but like when you're on this court, we are a family, you need to support each other. Like, it's messed mm-hmm. up that you're treating him like this. Like, he is like the one you guys should be getting on his level. He is like he is the one that's like we we invited him here because he is the best mm-hmm. and you guys need to like elevate yourselves 
and he even like turns to Julian and like the one thing that I will appreciate about Archie, but still I get a little frustrated because like sometimes I just want to choose violence and I just want to fucking fight everybody and um, not forgive them for being such assholes. Like he does turn to Ar- like Julian and says like, we all need to like be better. Even as a captain, you need to be better. Like he does 100%. give Julian another chance. He to, keeps like, everyone accountable for their shit. You know what I right. mean? Like he tries to at least. Right. And he doesn't just say like, I want to burn you all down to the yes. ground. He does want to like find a way to solution and figure out like yeah. the next step. Yeah. Um. So yeah, great moment with Archie, like sh- shouting at everybody and protecting Reggie. And um, then it cuts to Cheryl giving Tony money for the club. For, um, and then Tony's like, oh, my God, like Featherhead gave me money. And we find out that Cheryl actually like that was her money. She made money in, in her like budget to give to them. So I thought yeah, that was she, really nice of her. So she that. like she did the thing. And then um, after that moment, Cheryl walks away and Tony asks her to go to the dark room after school and Cheryl says, yes, I'm totally down. Like, is this to talk about us? And Tony says, yeah, like, I'd like I to I thought she again. was going to say no. Oh, like, it's going to be. Like, I feel like, like we don't have enough time for that. I don't know. <laughs> but then, like, continue on this episode. Like, I thought at that point, yeah. like, Tony was going to be like, okay, I'm good now. Like, let's go out. And then Cheryl's going to be right. like, you know what? Like, I think we just need a, a beat to kind of, like, to, to decide if we actually do want to be together or something. I kind of was hoping for her to say mm. that um especially after she helped her out right like she was like i believe in your cause tony and i want you guys to have this money so that you can like do what you do because it's important i love that she said that and then yeah but then yeah she was like yeah okay i'll go with you but i think that's the thing right like when she comes and offers the help and support you don't just say like oh i need time you're like no i'm leaning in i want to lean in i want to continue this conversation like i that is why i'm here because i re i agree with you you know white people are fucking crazy so um, you know, or like even as friends, kind of like yeah, I'll call, like exactly. hang out as friends or something. So I'm excited. Shoni breakup did not well, last one back. episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just rewind to the I first part. I saw people on Twitter she's... were like pissed. By the middle, they were like, "Fucking Shoni's done before we even started." Oh, yeah. And then and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Like, see, they're already back guys, on again." <laughs> just wait till like <laughs> the yeah, credits, minute forty five, and you're fine. Yeah. Um. So then it cuts to Archie and Reggie talking in the lockers. And this is when Archie says, like, I'm so sorry. The town's all fucked up. I didn't really realize that, like, we were just as bad as, like, everywhere else in America. Like, this yeah. is so horrible. And that is after he says that, Reggie is the one that asks him. Finally, Reggie, like, breaks open He opens up bit. and he says, like, well, do you want to go have a bite of Pops? And maybe, like, the other guys are going to be there. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, and then Archie's like, yeah, absolutely. So a really great so way cute. to, like, circle back on that like, and, like, really bring it all together. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Bromance. Archie and Reggie. Yeah. 2024. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead going back to Mr. Rayberry's apartment. Mm-hmm. And the door is a little bit open, so he pushes it open and it turns out that the sheriff is there. And everybody's like, it's like a crime scene. And he is dead. Like it is announced that he's dead. He killed himself. So though. I was that is the vibe. from that. So I was yeah. really I was expecting to see like death, like blood, like right. murder, because we saw the milkman last week, right? Right. Right. So that's what we're assuming. And then he was like, no, he hung himself. Like he killed himself. And right. even Jughead's like, what? Like yeah, he's what the surprised. Hell? Yeah. And I was one hundred percent surprised because I was like. Why would the milkman just go around and killing people? But now it's sort of looking like it's a cover up 
and we thought that yeah. anyways last week too but now it even makes yeah. more sense for sure and it feels like you know this person is coming after certain aspects of people that, yeah you know it's it's interesting it's interesting that they're not just like murder everybody's getting murdered there's a serial right. killer there's like, like a plan not, there, there's a plan here and yeah. they're like really trying to cover this shit yeah up, so I was interested. I was intrigued when they Definitely. said that it was a suicide because I guess my worry too was when he showed up dead and they found this dead body, like that is Jughead being suspect number one all over again. And yeah. like, here we are like back at the same story that we had with like Ethel's parents. Ethel's so I was parents, like, yeah. at least like this time around, they're doing something a little and, like, different. We still, I still want to know why the hell Ethel's parents died. Like if this is yeah. the same people running this plan of like these killings, like why, why did they die? Yeah. I think like what we said last episode, like maybe it just has to do with the fact that like they had to be the sacrificial lambs to show that there is a problem with the kids and the, that like whatever getting rid of comics and like you oh, know there's a problem I with the comics. Okay. Like maybe I I feel like you know they probably would have come after Jughead's parents if they lived in Riverdale, but instead they went after Ethel because she drew comics. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe that is the the connection, and maybe it is all being led by this crazy psychologist, like. Just throwing it out there as a theory. Yeah. Um, But that is the episode. That's how we leave off. And uh, yeah, it was a great one. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. And uh, like like I said, like it's a jam-packed episode. Like there's yeah. so much happening that like by the end, I'm like, oh my God, like what even happened in the beginning? I don't even remember. So many things. So many things. But great stories all around. Um, Let's get into our recap around us. Okay. What was your best moment? My best moment, I think, has to be Reggie's entire storyline, his entire. origin story. Like, yeah. everything was just so perfectly done. You know, I bought into the story right away. Um, yeah. Perfectly written, really beautiful. Um, even that flashback moment of him at Stonewall Prep with, like, that incident. Mm. You know, Like, everything was just done so right. So and well I really, yeah. really enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, it's great um my best moment is archie decking julian like that was my favorite moment when he yeah. finally is like i've had it punch y'all need sometimes to violence need is, is needed sometimes that is the answer um what was your wtf moment um wtf moment was the brad rayberry um ending ending because like, i was like definitely expecting him to be like murdered like bloody yeah. scene and then it was like no he just he just killed himself he hung himself like, i'm like what fuck. no he didn't yeah like, there's yeah. obviously no he a... didn't <laughs> no he didn't i know him okay like <laughs> no but like um yeah and like they even said like he left a note right like they yeah. fully orchestrated all of this right yeah. so I it's was gonna be interesting to see how it all like I want to know how they're gonna figure it out like maybe it is gonna be the note maybe he's gonna be like that's not even his writing you know like hundred percent even... like there's <gasps> got to be something with that note and how it doesn't yes. like feel accurate or yeah. something like I hope that Jughead like you know feeds into yeah. this and figures it out um my WTF moment is that conversation between the blossoms talking about reggie the way that they did i thought it was absolutely disgusting i like you know it's a sad reality that that is what happens to a lot of people and even now um having those kinds of conversations about different races and i just hated it <laughs> and so and so openly I, and that's the thing i was i so was, openly. was it's my WTF because like i was shocked that they went all the way there with it like everybody was dogging in on the fact that he was korean like fucking penelope was like he's evil like you know this yeah. is like a necessary evil i was like what the fuck is wrong with everybody yeah 
Um, it's it's scary too. I think that in in the umbrella of sports, I think a lot of shit was ignored too, and is ignored even to this day. Totally. Like how many yeah, stories absolutely. are there of those like sexual assaults that happen to these top like football players, and like yep. nothing happens to them, and yep. they're almost like untouchable because yep. that world of sports makes money for a lot of people, yes. and when you make money, things are get sideswept and they get swept. ignored. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> This world is crazy. Uh, yeah. What was your MVP? Who's your MVP? My MVP, it was hard. I It was between Cheryl and Archie, and I chose Cheryl. Um, mm. Just because, again, like how she sort of maneuvered this entire episode, how she maneuvered heartbreak, yeah. like yeah. got broken up with. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the reasoning for that, her questioning it. Um, and yeah. then in the end, um, sort of like giving that money to to tony and being like you guys deserve it more like i believe in your cause like do something good um yeah. and then i just loved her whole sort of time during all of this episode for sure so. i think to your like that's the thing like you're right she like did do a lot of things this episode that really like added to her character added to like her growth as a person in the show and like for the relationship that she could have in the future for tony um my MVP is going to be the person that you were going to choose. The other person you're going mm -hmm. to choose, Archie. I think that both characters, I agree, like really like step forward. They're really leaning in. Um, it's funny that like I'm. This is not about Archie. Um, it's about Cheryl. But like, it's surprising because I think we were even complaining last episode how Cheryl can be so cold sometimes, mm -hmm. and you never really know what you're going to get with her. Like that just last episode, she was being so like like mean to people and this episode she's again like soft and kind and yeah learning and like being in it in it um that it was nice to see her back like in, in that mode um and then archie just all around like i know that he's probably been yeah. my mvp a few times or uh, quite a few times already this season um but i just think that like watching him experience new characters and especially with this episode with reggie and how he navigates that relationship um was really special and really powerful who is your lvp um uh, my lvp is gonna go to veronica the businesswoman <laughs> business owner i'm a business woman i have a um, business <laughs> just just because just for fun because i think she was just so ridiculous she was so unhinged so and like at every corner she's like i own my own business you know yeah. that right like yeah she's just like so extra she's so funny she killed me this episode and it does, but she why doesn't was really... she your lvp no but like she doesn't really like add to like yeah like, these she... guys are like dealing with like real Racism. cultural issues <laughs> yeah and she's like i own a business like yeah i like, like know yeah, that you guys I... are gay don't trick me <laughs> like her stories just feel so like disjointed. disjointed. Yeah, but That's it's funny, so funny. But I just I didn't know who else to choose, and and so I yeah, kind of chose fair. Veronica. <laughs> my LVP. It was hard to choose an LVP too on my end. Um, I ended up choosing like all the parents of Riverdale because I'm seriously just so over like this like divide between the kids and the adults and how they're so they they're so ultimately such horrible adults and. Yeah. It frustrates me like i'm getting to the point where i'm just like everyone in the room just sucks like frank didn't partake as much in the racism this episode but he still sucks you know what i mean and mm -hmm. i think that one of our listeners was it last episode or someone said um one of our yeah one of our listeners said the worry that we have with these parents are 
we're experiencing them in this world and we're supposed to take away something. We don't know what it is because we don't know what the final like episodes are going to be like if we're going to end up back in the future or what. But like we have to come to terms with the fact that these characters did these things like Mm -hmm. from Alice to Frank to Clifford to Penelope, like they are really crappy people in this world Mm -hmm. and they suck. And when we get back to that 2020, 2022, 2023 version of themselves, how are we supposed to look at them and be like, but you guys were in the fifties. And then we look at our actual characters and we're like, Oh, the fifties gave you guys so much growth. Like it all makes sense now. Like, no, like I don't get the connection. Like I get that, that they're just playing the role that they have to play as the parents in this time. But I just don't like the fact that they're, so shitty like there's no room for growth there there's no opportunity for even the kids to teach their parents anything like it's not like betty can even get through to alice it's not even like archie can like lean in and say like uncle frank like stop being such a racist dick like you know there i i don't see movement there right now and i i don't want them to constantly be the obstacle that we're facing and that is the case here and yeah i don't mind i know i know i think you feel strongly about it i re- i don't care about the parents as much right. in this timeline for some reason i think you because we're it. getting such rich storylines from the kids and yeah. the kids are yeah, learning true. the that's kids fair. are like going through the self-discovery right like exactly yeah, so yeah. for me as long as the kids are having these rich storylines like i'm good with it and the parents Forget are just sort of like parents. these like secondary figures you know what i yeah. mean so yeah fuck those guys <laughs> what's your best line my best line is a bunch of lines from Veronica. Yeah, actually it's like in it's like in that sequence she's like Holy. ah she's like i suspected a tall drink of water like you was a sportsman and then she follows yeah. it up by saying well he's already turned my day around like he's sitting like right there <laughs> he's Charles right there like, Ugh. like and then she's like it's a movie palace i own i own a business yes i own my own business yes that's my first favorite <laughs> line that was dead but then i added more and they're all from freaking yeah. um it's all from veronica uh, the next one she says is say what are the chances clay swings both ways and kevin's like he doesn't like we both don't and then she goes double checking to that <laughs> double checking that's all <laughs> Ah. relax calm down (laughs) and then one of my other favorite lines i don't know who wrote this but like big ups to you she says the only thing better than having a hunky boyfriend is having hunky friends who are boys (laughs) it's so cute it is like like, she was on one i need that on a shirt that like from and it says like veronica like there were so many good ones line it was so good like <sighs> as long as she's delivering these lines, I'm good. Like she yeah. doesn't need to do much then. Yeah, just <laughs> you know? do the just do like these just things, own your business. Yeah, <laughs> I am a business owner. Um, do you want to read this one from Twitter or we? Yeah, let's do it. So Ashley Five on it says her WTF moment was seeing special guest star Aaron Westbrook. Westbrook, like honestly, mm-hmm. what? Tony leaving the Vixens and saying no to going steady with Cheryl. Tony scared of commitment? Question mark sad face best line i'm not the setting down settling down type and i feel like i've lost myself um okay angst and it was because wait who I had said a... that oh tony said that tony said that <clears throat> and she added it was because i had a crush on a girl cheryl blossom 
doesn't really explain why she didn't like her favorite line mm-hmm. um best moment and maybe it was just because she revealed it mm-hmm. um best moment shoni make out shoni getting back together <laughs> and the archie and betty stuff eyes emoji and then her lvp veronica being desperate for every single guy and brett and the blossoms for being racist and MVP, Cheryl and Tabitha. Yes. <clears throat> then we have a couple from uh, Instagram from Ooh. Marina. Best moment overall. I think it was a good episode, even though it was a tough episode. Emotionally charged and upsetting to watch, but in some kind yeah. of good way because of how the characters reacted. I think the best moments were between the plot of Betty, Kevin, and Archie pivoting between these two. Betty's plot beginning with slut shaming and with her actions and reactions, she ends setting up on her own. <clears throat> Archie being there for Kevin, even though he doesn't understand. Wait, am I reading last week's? I was like, what? Oh, that is? Yeah. Oh, wait, that charged. is last week. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what like, happened this makes week? Sense. <laughs> You're like, approved. They're like, true, fair. Best moment. Okay, the best moment. <laughs> the look Reggie gave to Betty through the window. Oh, wink. yeah. Wait, wait. Archie's reaction. Chef's kiss. Also, the scene between Tony, Clay, and Tabitha. WTF moment, Shoni's breakup. They just got together or just kissed in the previous episode. And then in this one, they break up and get back together in the same episode. What? MVP, Reggie and Archie. Reggie because I missed him and Archie for being there for everyone. But the violent Archie returned. LVP. (laughs) Returned. LVP, Julian. He's the unbearable wild card. Also, Veronica, one step forward and five back. I can't in all the scenes. I was rolling my eyes. Best line, Ooh. Cheryl, you'll have to excuse Veronica. She, clearly, she was raised by wolves. Hilarious <laughs> and ironic, considering who Cheryl's parents are. That's so right, true. true. And she is the wolf of Wall Street. So. <clears throat> yes, she is a she-wolf. Okay, and then there's also one from Sierra N. Uh, best mo... Wait, where does it start? <laughs> okay. Um, MV- you guys are so organized look at this recap roundup 708 MVP <laughs> MVP Archie for obvious reasons that everyone else will have already gone into long story short he's the best character this season he really is yeah, he really, really is the like the thing. consistent one this yeah. season 100% yeah. I'm also going to say Tabitha because it was just so refreshing to see her back even if it was a special appearance mm. what does that mean that she's not going to be in next week Maybe she's not in like maybe or maybe she just signed on as that role because she officially didn't get to be a part of like this the first whole like, thing? Seven, six episodes. Yeah. I don't know. Though That's small weird. theory, this is definitely not um 50s Tabitha, and it's actually OG Tabitha posing as 50s Tabitha in order to not fuck up the timelines. The book she gave him was a massive oh my god, I just got chills. A massive reference to the comet. Yeah, the comment because yeah, it, it's called. But the now comment. I'm thinking yeah. about it. I'm like, maybe she's doing it so like to to trigger his memory of being like, bro, wake up, to like, get back comment. to the world. Oh. The story of an interracial couple couple surviving the comet is a parallel to Jughead and Tabitha being the only ones to remember pre-comet after it hit, who are oh, also my. an interracial couple. I think this is Tabitha trying to slowly jog his memory in a way that won't mess with the timelines. But I will say, when Tabitha in the first episode, she did say like my version of this universe will come back but she won't remember either i feel like she had said that remember oh did she i don't remember that i don't maybe i'm making it up but i feel like he was like what about you and she was like like the real version like the version of me is still here do you know what i mean right but i guess that's the one that she's talking about this one yeah i don't know but i don't know that would be amazing like that would be so cool 
Yeah. Um, LVP. Just find, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. LVP, Julian, for obvious reasons, but also Veronica. Veronica was an absolute cringe fest. Like, her character, <laughs> when not tied to Archie or Hiram, was so fun and interesting, but they've managed to make her hollow sh- shadow of herself again, whose only storyline is being with a man. Yeah. I want I want Venomous Veronica, Veronica back, who was singing Toxic for a business meeting. <laughs> she was so fun. <laughs> Best moment. The conversation between Reggie and Archie at the end was really touching. I think Reggie's storyline was really good overall and easily the best part of the episode. Archie punching Julian was amazing too. Also, the small Barchi combo was sweet. WTF moment. Veronica trying to get with Clay. Like, girly, get up. I wish she didn't have to see her do this and instead just get Kevin and Clay scenes together as a couple. Like, why do the writers insist on not giving them two crucial scenes that develop their yeah. characters and relationship like Shoni and Barchi do? That's actually a very good point. Like, Such a good point. You're wasting all this time with Veronica and like you could have been like focusing more on Kevin and Clay. Yeah, I agree with I agree with that point completely. I, I feel like especially since, you know, like RAS as a gay man, like you know, he talks about the fact that Kevin has a lot of, like, a lot of his, his, yeah. his life, like, that is his story, that is how he wants to portray it. Like, the fact that he doesn't lean into that and he doesn't want to, like, show that so much in this show that he yeah. literally created and owns, like, why wouldn't you want to just do the damn thing? Instead, we got, like, crazy Kevin for six seasons, and now we get an actual love story and he doesn't even want to show it. Yeah. But my hope and, uh, like, I appreciate, like, like you writing that because maybe that is something that we're going to like i'm just going to hold out hope that we are going to get like a full dedicated episode at the very least to clay and kevin's love story yeah definitely uh best line so this time i'm not meeting anyone halfway i'm not giving anyone an opening a chance to humiliate me humiliate me ever again the way Ugh. Charles delivered this line was perfect. It felt yeah. so raw and real. And I'm so glad he's back because I've missed Charles and Reggie on my screen. Aww, Those yeah. are really good, guys. Loved it. Thank you Thank so you. much for all of your roundups. We always appreciate it. I'm going to shut it down and thank our patrons of the episode. Our Rewinder Squad, White, Cliff, Hannah, and Julia. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Kate. And our mommy rewinders, Becca, Sarah, and Tamala. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. If you would like to join our Patreon family. By the way, did you see we got a new Patreon person? Oh, I didn't see that. Amazing. Shit. We got to add it did you add- to okay. the name. Oh, do we have to do it right now? <clears throat> I'm trying to think where I saw the thing. Was it an email? Yeah. Oh, was it this one? No, that's not it. Can you easily check who's currently on it? Um, let me just check. Me I don't have check. the app on my phone. It's And it's also just like not easy to navigate, to be honest. Shit. It's on my phone either. Let's see if this works. Oh, here. Haley Murphy. Haley. Two dollar um, patron. Oh, cute! So she's a rewinder squad. Okay, I'll put that there. Haley Bieber. Haley Bieber. There was also a guy named Ryan, but I don't know if he, maybe he left. 
Oh, but that was like bucks. a while ago. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It still says that there's eight. Eight so what? Did he lose? It says total patrons eight. You can't see who it is. It doesn't. Sh- I hate this app, honestly. Damn, it never that's... tells you how it's set up. It's, it's and I so can't bad. click it. It just tells you like eight patrons. The fuck? Publish nope. drafts. Nope. Yeah, because Ryan Oldershaw signed up in 2022 of September. About? No, it just says eight patrons. Now, it might not tell us. Like, if they just donated one time, it might not. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Membership. E. E. Damn it. I can't see anything. Oh Are you God, on the browser? Fucking garbage. No, the app. You're on the app. Okay, let me try logging in. Patreon. Are you doing it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Log in. Because maybe it's like, maybe maybe we've been saying the wrong names. As well. I know. Maybe I just want like an updated, like, name list. Rewind podcast. Is it Gmail? creator patrons okay we have ryan oh so he is in it but it says join date was september 2022 22 yeah active hold on active active we have julia okay bailey Haley. Is Haley there? Mm-hmm. Hannah's there. Mm-hmm. Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, White. Okay. That's for Rewinder Squad. Yes. That's okay. Rewinder Squad. Lit Rewinders. We have Kate and Tina. Okay. And our Mommy Rewinder is now only Becca Sarah. Also, no Tamala. Tamla is wait what access expiration her last one was may 1st Tamla's yeah so she's no longer a patreon okay so we have one two three four five six seven eight okay so let's read read just record the names okay oh that's is that the new list okay yeah that's the new list all right, I'm going to close this up and thank our patrons of the episode. We have a Rewinder Squad, White, Cliff, Hannah, Julia, and Haley. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina N and Kate. And our Mommy Rewinder, Becca Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts. Oh, we also got a TikTok, Spotify, iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.